will start at the bottom of the hour, a little bit past that. Uh, we'll get Nick Athen in here, let him uh, take his victory lap. Uh, Chiefsblitz.com for Nick. Uh, we'll uh, do a little bit more Super Bowl talk with Nick Athen coming up here at 11.35. At 12.10, Scott Dockerman will join us. Uh, Doc will uh, talk about the well, the Hawkeyes, the Big Ten, as he gets set now to uh, put on his NFL scouting combine hat. And Doc will transition into that for a couple of weeks. Look forward to his coverage from Indianapolis. But this uh, this appearance will be all Hawkeyes and Big Ten with Scott Dockerman coming up uh, at about 10 minutes afternoon. Right around the bottom of the uh, second hour of the program, Alec Bussey on Iowa State. Cyclones, they get a big win. Uh, over the weekend, just suffocating defense uh, in that basketball game on Saturday. Uh, what was a one o'clock tip? As TCU never really gave them a chance, uh, at least defensively. TCU made it close, but uh, Iowa State had other plans. They escaped victorious before they hit the Cincinnati tomorrow. A six o'clock tip. You can hear the game down the hall on one hundred point three. The bus trends plays of the day coming up before we get out of here. Just before one, Circus Sports. Uh, sponsor those. Well, Trent, Super Bowl is in the books. It was a little overtime affair. It goes to the Kansas City Chiefs. Good morning. How are you? Oh, pretty good. Uh, counting some of the losses, counting some of the wins, and a lot of props. Some of them pretty good. Others, not so Break much. Break even, make a little. Would have made more on, well, would have made the most on Baltimore. Uh-huh. Will made some with the Chiefs. I had uh, pretty good tickets on them. Would have been San Francisco would have been a lot better. Yep. So overall, you know, you put it in the put it in the ledger and away we go. Mm-hmm. College basketball is here, but yeah, successful had a couple of Lamar tickets for MVP. Those uh, cashed over the weekend, wow. so add a little bit to the account. That means more prop bets that you can put in, <laughs> and uh, a fun Super Bowl. And that's really either of us with yeah. rooting interest. So that's what we wanted, and we certainly got it. And you hate to just make it as simple as possible. Sometimes the simplest thing is the easiest. Mm-hmm. One team has Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. and it's as simple as that. And it will be for the remainder of his career, and yeah. I hate to say it. It pains me to say it. It truly does. This guy's on another level. If there was a higher league, he'd be starring in it. Right. He would be. Yeah, He's that good. He's that good. And here's the thing, and this should make all non-Chiefs fans out there even more pissed off. This was their worst offense. Right. This you 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 don't think that this off season there's going to be wide receivers that just want to win a ring mm-hmm. and will take less money? I mean, Justin Watson, Valdez, Scandling, McColl, Hardman, Sky Moore, Kadarius Tony. Will any of those dudes be on the roster next year? I highly doubt it. They have Rasheed Rice and a whole bunch of question That's marks for sure, and they'll figure it out. And they will figure it out. And it doesn't matter if they draft thirty second, mm-hmm. which they do, and which they will for the foreseeable future. Um, They've got a Hall of Fame coach. They've got the best quarterback, in my opinion, to ever take a snap in in football. I know that Brady's got, you know, he's on to his other hand as far as Super Bowl rings, and Mahomes isn't there yet. But by the time it's done, they're going to need to figure out how to put one of those bad boys on his toes because this is the way it's trending. This guy is unbelievable. He truly is. You have a front office with Veach and company that are absolute wizards of what they do on the financial aspect. Mm-hmm. They had to pay Chris Jones this year $30 million. Trent, I thought he was the most valuable player in the football game yesterday. He was Chris Jones. Yes. The pressure rates that Brock Purdy faced throughout the course of this mm-hmm. game were immense. That Thir- third down and four, mm-hmm. where Jones had a free run and he tried to get the ball to Jennings. I, if you look at the overhead, Ayuk is running all 
He's got 10 yards on the nearest mm-hmm. cheek. But, but Brady, uh, Purdy rather couldn't see him. Right. Purdy had Chris Jones in his face and had to try and make a play. Brock Purdy was good yesterday. Mm-hmm. This loss is not on Brock Purdy. Now you could say maybe this loss is on Kyle Shanahan in some respects. Yeah. I mean, how do they not know the overtime rules? And come to find out, Andy Reid's been drilling this into the Chiefs since August, since training camp. And so stories that you hear of, oh yeah, back in August we worked with a, fo- a cold football. We worked with a wet football. You know, the certain coaches that yes. do those kind of things. Right. And Andy Reid was at the forefront of it. Uh-huh. Now, it's, it is different than the college rules, right? Yep. It's not starting at the twenty-five. But the way that it's set up to take the football in that situation, mm-hmm. it's not a fireable offense. Maybe if Russell Wilson's the quarterback on the other side of the right, ball, you want right. to go first. But you're going against Mahomes. You're not getting. There's no third possession mm-hmm. when this guy's on the field. There just isn't. And look, they they march down the field. The Niners did. They got the field goal. Chris Jones makes a play. Did you think that this game was going to that the that Purdy and company were coming back onto the field? I didn't. No. It was over. It was over. It was over. And 13 plays later, Uh it was just that. Now, one thing I didn't know is I thought that first overtime period was just that. And if they didn't get the field goal or a touchdown before they hit zero... That it's over? That it was over. And it... All right, second and seven. Yeah, I, I didn't, honest, Scott Trent, I don't know why they ran the clock. And the clock's running, and there's 30 seconds, and they're still not on the ball. What are they right. Oh, well, it's, yeah. it's not... See, I knew that. But, uh, yeah. but, but my point is... What the clock's useless. Right. The clock yeah. doesn't matter. Right. Right. Do we need a I, clock? Other than I guess when you get down to zeros, right. obviously you need the play give them a little clock rest and, and yeah, yeah, those kind of things. I guess, but yeah, at first I'm like on there. That, no, this is right. It's an overtime period. It's uh-huh. not if you're not ahead at this point or tied at this point, it's over. No. Obviously, that was not the case. They're, but they're, they're I'm also not on. a professional football player. I'm not a professional coach. Mm-hmm. You got to know. Shanahan should have known. Should have known. And he did know who was on the other side. Uh huh. To give him the ball back, even if they would have scored a touchdown, I think the Chiefs go for two. Probably. Yeah. I do. I think so. Or you have a field goal kicker if you do score that touchdown, San Francisco, in the opening possession. Yep. He's already had one blocked. Right. It hasn't exactly been the the best kicker in football. No, he hasn't. Like there was on the other Although side. Although he was, I mean, the field, what are you, at 55 and mm-hmm. 53, had the record for the longest Super Bowl kick in, uh, in the in the uh, Super Bowl history. Well, for quarter or two right until that got to <laughs> about an hour off. about an hour he held the record but uh yeah to your point what would they have done now now why do you keep why do you hold the ball to, to take the second possession you know if you have to go for it on fourth down absolutely it's that simple mm-hmm. um and the niners uh, to a man after the game we we didn't know look i get shanahan saying there's no analytics true this is the first time this mm-hmm. rule's ever been used um but it's it's Patrick Mahomes. It's it's Patrick Mahomes, and it's the Kansas City Chiefs. And my good God, they're so good. That pretty play when he was rolling out to the right and found check when he's kind of scrambling out Unbelievable. there. Unbelievable. That play. Yeah. There's not many players that can make that nope. play. I think some of the detractors out there, even in a loss, I think Brock Purdy got a few more people back on the bandwagon. But, even in yeah. that, he wasn't great. He wasn't elite. He was, he was very good, though. He yeah. was solid. Right, two hundred fifty-five yards, mm-hmm. twenty-three out of thirty-eight, one touchdown, no picks, didn't make a mistake. Um, no, I, I, I didn't see. Maybe there was one or two bad passes in the game, but you can probably say the same about Mahomes. Right? He can. He got one picked off, mm-hmm. um, and a terrible, terrible, yeah, throw. ridiculous throw. Uh, the the nine uh, the uh, the Niners had the uh, Chiefs. 
uh, disjointed in that first half. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, you saw you, you you saw Kelsey, and you know he's wound up tight and stuff, and you you saw the unsportsmanlike penalty uh, against uh, was it Snead? It was Snead in the game. This was unchief like for them. But then the second half rolls around, and despite being stopped on the first possession of the second half, I thought that was huge. But their defense just took over. Three Super Bowls for Mahomes. Three different times being down at halftime. Mm-hmm. Being down double digits in yep. each of those three games. Yep. You don't do that. Nope. And to your point, this is the best quarterback ever. It is. He is. He is the best uh-huh. quarterback ever. He doesn't have the hardware, Brady. Nope. He doesn't have the statistics yet nope. of some other quarterbacks. Nope. But they're He's 28 years old. <laughs> He's 28 Now he'll be 29, I think, week two or three of, the, of next season. But still... He's 28 years old. And quarterbacks, the, 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 um, it used to be, well, quarterbacks don't come into their prime until they're in their you know, early 30s. Mm-hmm. Well, if that's the case, look out <laughs> below. I mean, my God, that's all you need to hear. Terrific football game. Niners could not make mistakes in the game. They did. McCaffrey's fumble, the muff punt, the blocked extra point, as you mm-hmm. mentioned. Those are three. You just don't give second chances to that team. Now, um, at the time, the block's extra point is said 17-13 was 16-13. But don't forget that the Niners are, the Niners rather, the Chiefs are inside the 10-yard line. On fourth down, they kick a field goal to tie. Mm-hmm. You know damn well that, yeah. that Reed's not sending Butker out there. He's yep. going for it on fourth. Do I think he's going to make it? Yeah, I do. He's, brought, he's Patrick Mahomes. Because that was, what, six minutes left, something like that, in the game. Right. Yeah, they're going for it. Sure then. they are. And then if they don't get it, they're going to try to get a stop and get the ball back. But completely change the equation. Muff punt, there's Huge. nothing you can do on that. No, it, nothing. It's, it's bad luck, it whatever is. it is. It's bad luck. San Francisco was a better roster. Mm-hmm. 15. Yeah. <laughs> Great and, equalizer. Yeah, And you hate to just have to narrow it down to just one yeah. aspect, but... This one's very easy. Mm-hmm. One team had Patrick Mahomes. Greenlaw going out was was a factor. Man, that was crazy, wasn't uh, it? Really it really was. I mean, he, he starts to run onto the field. He hesitates a little bit, takes one more step, and just down in agony. And I guess it's his Achilles. Yeah. I thought it was a torn ACL. At first, I did yeah. the same thing. You know, a non-contact, one of those mm-hmm. ACLs being blown. But, uh, oh, my God. Yeah, we, we got a good game. We, <laughs> we got a close game. I'm not sure it was a thing of beauty. Um, first half was ugly. First half was First ugly. quarter was ugly. You know, played really well, Mike Pinnell, uh, in the in the middle of that defensive line. I thought he was fantastic in the football game. Ah, uh, these Chiefs. This was their worst team. This was their worst team that won a Super Bowl. And now we're thinking about next year in a three-peat. Yeah. Something we haven't seen. No. Nope. Brady's teams didn't have a three-peat. No. Nope. Haven't seen in the Super Bowl era. And a real possibility. <sighs> Don't you just want Where to put up going, plus- Joe, Joe, uh, Joe Burrow, our nation turns its lonely eyes to you. <laughs> He's the one guy, right? I think he is. He's the one guy that gives you a chance. He's the one guy that gives you a chance. So are you just going to put a Chiefs uh, ticket in your back pocket right never, now at plus 750? Never, never, never. I'll, I'm going to, I'm no, no. Just going to keep losing money. I can't do it. Just keep losing money. Can I tell you the worst part of the whole Super Bowl? And the most humiliating thing maybe I've ever seen in sports, period. The halftime show? You know what? I don't know Washer's music. I know a lot of people loved it, so mm-hmm. I'll defer to them. So that's my era. Okay. And what are your thoughts? I didn't love it. You didn't I didn't it? think it was very good. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's my kind of music from my mm-hmm. time. And I, outside of the last song, I think it kind of stunk. I, I don't know any of his songs. Yeah. Uh, the last song I'd heard before. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not saying I heard it before. I think I heard the first first couple of notes and then instantly turned the channel, because <laughs> um, it's just not my stuff. But yeah. 
um, the humiliating, most humiliating thing I've ever seen in sports came after the football game. Most humiliating thing in sports. And, and I don't know if he's broke and he needed the money to do this, but I'm on the precipice of writing a letter, and I've never written a letter before, to an organization and asking if they'll start a petition to take his name off the Ring of Honor. For John Elway uh-huh. to walk the Lombardi Trophy through the Kansas City Chiefs and up onto the stage and to give the trophy to the Chiefs was embarrassing to him, to the franchise that he played for, and to the Broncomaniacs around the world. That is humiliating. Decline, John. You don't need the FaceTime. I don't know what they paid you to do so. Just find somebody else to do it. You're busy that weekend. Um, it's a pretty big honor. I guess in some, if, it, if the Chiefs weren't there, I could understand it. Yeah. It's the Kansas City Chiefs. You're a Denver Bronco, and you're going to walk on stage and do that to your dreaded rival and honor them? Please. Talk about debasing yourself. My God. I was sick. I obviously do not have the same emotional connection that you do. That would like Aaron Rodgers taking it up to the Bears if they would have won. I, I would have kind of got a kick out of that. Right? Yeah. Chiefs fans are giddy today. Yeah. Wait, wait till I ask Nick Athens this question. Mm-hmm. This is the cherry on top for the Chiefs. The game was great. Winning the Super Bowl was wonderful. We've got Patrick Mahomes for his entire group. But did you see Elway? <laughs> <laughs> and to top it off, they did it in the home of the Raiders. Right, right. You just need the Chargers there and hug <laughs> it all out. That was embarrassing. That had to sting. That was awful. Yeah, that didn't was even awful. didn't even cross my mind. But awful. yeah, when you put it that way, yeah, that's tough. It's it's terrible. Yeah, game was fun. Game was good. Uh, defense for the Chiefs was the difference in the football game, in my opinion. Oh yeah, and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, but um, Chris Jones, I thought could have been the MVP. Butker had a huge role in it. But Chris Jones and that defense. Who was it? The on the the third down play that forced them into. Uh, Somebody made, uh, did somebody, was it McDuffie? McDuffie on the blitz out of nowhere. That was huge coming after Purdy uh, and, making, uh, and making Purdy throw the ball away uh, when it looked as though they had a, an opportunity to pick up a first down and move the chains. Um, Spags is great mm-hmm. in big games. He's really, really good. Oh, boy. Another ring for Spags. Another ring for Spags. Going back to his Giants days and yep. now with the Chiefs. Yep. Chiefs 9-1 to right now at Circa. <laughs> Who's the favorite? The 49ers. Are they? Plus 575. I'm not putting that picket pocket no. in my pocket right now. All right, you know my next question. What are they? The Chargers? Yep. The Chargers are, uh, it's by division. Let me scroll back up. 19-1. to That's too short. What are the Bengals? Cincinnati. they got to be like 12? Scrolling up. The Bengals are 14 to 1. All right. There's your first. That's my first play, I think. Ravens 10 to 1. Uh, Bills 12 to 1. <laughs> Browns 35 to 1. Okay. Steelers 50 to 1. No. No. Nobody from the South. No. Nope. Even the Texans 22. No. Nope. Not worth that price. Raiders 60 to 1. Hmm. Cowboys 13 to 1. Don't waste your money. 25 to 1 on the Eagles. New coordinators? I like it. I might have a ticket yep, on that one. I'm going to go back. And ironic, mm-hmm. it's the ticket that I didn't even know I had that I'm going to spend this money on. This. I mean, I told you before, mm-hmm. the World Series Game 2, I must have been 
I don't know where I was, but I know where I was. I was in my chair, and it was post-830, and I bet the Arizona Diamondbacks to win game two to the Kansas City. I didn't even know I had the ticket. Well, sometimes there's a little, right? those are okay, right? They're okay. Oh, and now I have a Chiefs coupled with South Carolina women coupled Do you? with both UConn nice. and Kansas. Those are the uh, two that I have alive. <laughs> and those long ones, at least with a leg down at this point. Uh-huh. Uh, one is almost 60 to 1. The other one is like 95 to 1. Wow. Not too shabby. Oh, those are good. All yeah. right, we'll get back to the Super Bowl coming up. We'll let, uh, as we said, we'll let Nick Athen take his victory lap. Uh, coming up about 11.35, let's start the way it went on the weekend. We'll do Iowa State first and then both Iowa teams uh, before we get to our first break. We do, we'll do. we get a keyword. This is the final week of keywords, by the way. Let's get a winner. We have not had a winner this go-round at KXNO. This is the final week. We'll give you that coming up here uh, in a few minutes. But uh, let's start with Iowa State. Uh, they're at home against TCU over the weekend. Trent, it is, um, it's a thing of beauty to watch these dogs, and they are. <laughs> they are on the defensive end of the floor. These dudes just flat out attack the basketball, and I love the way they play defense. And as TJ said, if you're not going to play defense, you're not going to play to see the floor. Curtis Jones struggling early in the season. You know what? He wasn't just used to the way Iowa State and TJ Hotzelberger do things, is my take on this. Mm-hmm. My God, he's been terrific as of late on both ends of the floor. I love to watch this team play, and and obviously they can score the ball now. The defense is always going to be there. You're not going to play. It's as simple as that. You're not going to play. Uh, But this is a decent TCU team, and they never gave those Horned Frogs a chance. No, every time that there was even a little 4 nothing spurt, there was a response. Mm -hmm. Every single time, throughout the first half, throughout the second half, they had a response every single time in this game. And you talk about what they are on the defensive end. That was one thing I did wonder, as... You get a little more offensive talent on this year's team. Would they? Yeah. Would they? Pass? Would they be able yeah, to be yeah. an, at an elite level? You mm-hmm. knew they were going to be good defensively. I mean, that goes without saying. Right. But can they still be elite? They've got enough offense now that they don't have to win fifty-five, fifty-two. Right. Uh-huh. And they can win a game uh-huh. with scoring in the seventies and having the other team yep. kind of get up and down the floor. They can win in a different style, but was it going to take a step back? Mm-hmm. It hasn't. No, not even, a, not even a baby step back. You hold TCU under a point per possession. You're yep. outstanding on that end. Mm-hmm. You know my love of Demarion Watson. He came in. He was really good. He just knows his uh-huh. He is such a smart player. Yep. That is difficult to do. Yeah. That is difficult in today's environment. When you're only playing 10 minutes a game. But he goes in there mm-hmm. and he is impactful. He is impactful. Uh-huh. And when it doesn't show up in the box score and scoring or getting a bucket, he does so yep. many other things for this team. Mm-hmm. He can defend inside. He's got length and athleticism where he can guard you know, a pretty good small forward, or he can go inside and guard a power forward. He, he has that kind of versatility on the defensive end of the floor. And Trey King, you know, we talked about his inconsistency. Yeah. He bounces back in mm-hmm. a big-time way. It just They have so many different ways to beat you now. Yeah. And King making, I mean, look, he didn't make what he was one out of three from three, but it was huge. And the mm-hmm. game before, I mean, he's not known as a three point shooter, but in the last couple of games for Iowa State, he's made huge threes in those games. 15 of 18 from the line. You'll take that. Hell yeah. Now it came from two guys. Gilbert was 89. King and who? Oh, and yeah, Gilbert, was 67, right, right, yeah. Yeah. Gilbert, that's where he did all his damage in the game. In fact, only one other guy even shot free throws. That was Ward. He was one for two, split a pair. Is that a fact? Yeah. Jeez. Which is kind of weird. It is and it's all right. There are only three guys shoot free throws there. Yeah. But another outstanding game, and now you're tied in the loss column, right? Mm. You get another When's shot. When's that? Next Houston. Monday? Yes. That will be next Monday. But it's not Big Monday because they parked that thing other than ESPN. Oh, I- is it when they have two games now? Once we get through football season. Is that what it is? Yeah, they usually, if memory serves, they have two 
games on Monday. I of thought the Big I looked 12. and it's on the U or something. Yeah, because K State Texas is the one on Big ESPN. Okay, it's on ESPN U now. Does ESPN make a choice here? I would. I mean, K State seriously? Well, yeah, K State Texas. No thanks. Or Iowa State Houston for potentially for first place in the conference. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty easy one. It is. A, it's a, no. It's it's a no brainer. Now that was scheduled six. Does that throw a wrinkle into it? That we're a week away. It was scheduled for six o'clock. Changing start times two hours. Oh. You do this all the time, though. Come on. Yeah. Make the right choice. Mm-hmm. What is the uh, ACC game? Because that's normally what it is that day. Uh, scrolling through. I'm not seeing anything. Yeah. Oh, Virginia, Virginia Tech. Oh, please. I mean, they're both okay. p- potentially tournament yeah. teams. No. Vatek's on this the outside for, This is in. for first place in the Big 12. Yeah. Make it work. Yeah, make it work. Push it back. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what needs to be done. K-State, Texas. Sorry, you got a 6 o'clock tip now. Yeah. Figure it out. Here you go. <laughs> You'll be fine. You're right. You're not on a Longhorn Network. Yes. But you know what? If you want to be on there, you can. You'll still collect your check. Uh-huh. We're not going to cut your uh, amount of money that's coming in from ESPN because of it. Uh, Iowa men first. All right. Is that how it went yesterday? No. no. Iowa women first. Ladies started. Yes. So let's start with the ladies. Um, it looked to me like they were playing not to lose. That they didn't want... Kate, they wanted Caitlin to get the record. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. Um she took six shots in the fourth quarter, which is what she, she averaged the entire game. Five they, of them were bad shots. They were bad shots. I was yes. just about to say. <laughs> yes. uh, they, they weren't good shots. No. Um, they, they, it seems like clearly they wanted the other, uh, the, uh, her teammates, deferred to her teammates to try and score and to push this game over the top. But you could just see Nebraska, the confidence growing. Um, they were playing not to lose. Is, yes, yeah. Is, it was my takeaway. Your thoughts on that? Same thing. They were more concerned about a record than winning a basketball game. And you can't allow that to happen. Mm-hmm. After Lisa Bluter, after the last game, kind of spoke it into existence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'd like to have her break the yeah. record at home. Yeah. And then it plays out like that. Mm-hmm. That was a team that was tentative. That was a team, as you said, playing not to lose. Mm-hmm. That was a team that deserved to lose. When you're more worried about a record than winning a game, you deserve to lose that mm-hmm. game. And that's exactly what yep. happened. That was not the team that we see all the time. You know, the Ohio State game, that post for Ohio State just got going late, yeah, right? Yeah. And it was a great, this was not. And they get a return at Carver? Last game of the regular season. Oh, get in price that? right now. For that one? $550. For the finale. For, for Caitlin Clark's final game as a Hawkeye at home. Row 41. <laughs> a single. 550 No. What, what's the, what's the get-in price for Thursday? Oh, it's got to be monstrous. I haven't even looked today. Got to sh- be huge. Oh, yeah. Because, it, A, it's Peacock. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Peacock, so we'll, we'll see the game. So I'm not too upset. Well, I kind of am. I want to watch it on TV, not yeah, my yeah. freaking iPad. Uh, let's see here. Uh, that is, uh, what was the last thing I was searching? Okay, women's basketball. Let's see. Iowa women's basketball. Uh, 518 right now is the get in price. Oh, and that uh, finale is up to 616 now. Jeez. And that is all in. That is after fees and everything here. Mm. As I uh, look at the Game Time app, they're the ones that have all the fees in there. The cheapest, row 39. You can get in for 518 <laughs> to watch Caitlin Clark uh, in that one. 616. Row 22 on the baseline, way up high. Uh, what's wrong with Molly Davis? And and how and how important her not being able to play the last, well certainly yesterday mm-hmm. uh, how big of an impact did that have on the basketball game? Well, there's so many times that we've seen the ability for her just to run the point and take some of the pressure off of Clark, and you don't have that. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody can else can can run the point now, right? 
Yeah, it doesn't look like it. At least from what we've seen, no, it didn't look like it. So is it still the flu? Is it injury? Is it coupled mm-hmm. with is it both of them? Doesn't have her legs, whatever it is. If you would have told me before the year that Molly Davis, though, would be this important to this basketball team, I'd have called it dead wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I just frankly thought she stunk last year. She played a couple minutes in the each half, and she just wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. She is so important. Her yeah. ability to get into the paint. She's one of the few players now off the bounce. You know, I thought Fierbach maybe would be able to develop that. That's not the case. They don't have anybody off the dribble. We know that's not Gabby Marshall's game. Kate Martin could do a little bit, but just overall, uh, it's that's a game going back to the drawing board. And people mad about Bluter. About what, the comments after the game? Well, because Nebraska was up on the podium. The road team's supposed to go first. And they picked up audio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she was mad about it. Well, they just lost a game. Right. Look, if a men's coach did this, would we have a problem with it? No. Of course well, it not. depends who it is. Right. right. Yeah. It's Kim Mulkey. We're going to rip on her because yeah. it's, it's easy to rip on right. Kim Mulkey. Yeah. But, or if it was Fran McCaffrey and it right. got picked up in an opposing right. gym, that would be headlines. But, but if it was the other way. Well, yeah. They, again, equating men's and women's sports, most men coaches, we wouldn't have a problem nope. with that. Nope. But because it's still, and there's still, oh, still that right. hurdle out there. You're 100% right. Oh, a bunch of crybabies. Yep. Ah, oh, look at them. It's protocol. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not like the plane was going to leave them. <laughs> you think it's a charter? Yeah, yeah. At least you're going to. We're going to wait for you. Yeah, <laughs> they'll be okay. Uh-huh. They took a long time in the locker room afterwards. That was a tough loss. There was. So I heard a story. There was a uh, youth basketball team that was there the day after their loss to K State, and Coach Bluter, in no uncertain terms, let her team know it's not about NIL. It's not about your next appearance. It's about what happens in the forty minutes on the floor. Wonder if the same conversation happened again. I had, things are flying high, everything's yeah. going great, yeah, yeah. and every once in a while you got to recenter your yep. team. It's not about records. Yep, it's about winning basketball games. And they didn't do it yesterday. Didn't do it yesterday. All right, the men did. Trent, I, I thought this team was absolutely dead on arrival. Uh-huh. They looked like they just they were packing it in for the year. They really did. It down 13-4 right away, whatever it was, right? It just instantly. 62-42 yeah. at one point. You know who I want to want to start with? I want to start with Patrick McCaffrey, who was yeah. the difference in the basketball game. Patrick McCaffrey. That's back-to-back. You wonder what those free throws that he sunk last mm-hmm. time out did for this performance yesterday against Minnesota. Minnesota had them dead to rights. Yes. This game was over. Mm-hmm. I don't care what Peyton Sanford was about to do and get going and Freeman, etc. This team was dead man walking. And all of a sudden, they started to chip away a little bit. And Patrick McCaffrey had a huge impact on that basketball game yesterday. I'm happy for him. I really am. A 19-2 run after being down. At that point, it was they were coming back, but it was still 75-68 with, let's see, about seven minutes left in the game. Mm-hmm. And to come have that and have a multitude of different guys that were helping out. It was uh, Freeman at least gave them hope in the first mm-hmm. half with all those dunks that he had. Yeah. But then guys knocking down shots. It was a little bit of everything. Everybody playing well, but you're right. Patrick McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. And this is not something we send often. No, might he, be the first time this year. He was the positive yep. difference in the game. He was. Getting to the line, five of five there, couple assists in the game. Not only two rebounds, but still helping out in a myriad of different ways. They needed that. And to come back in that fashion, look, the path is still incredibly difficult. And now you got road games remaining against Maryland. Not going to be easy. That's 7.30 Wednesday Wednesday, yep. You go to Michigan State, you go to Illinois, Mm. and you go to Northwestern. 
you have to win at minimum one, probably two of those mm-hmm. games. And then you got to hold serve at home, meaning beating Wisconsin, beating Penn State. Okay. And Wisconsin's beatable all of a sudden. They are. And then beat Illinois at the end of the year. Yeah. I mean, what was that, the one between that? Yeah, between the, the Penn State. Penn State. Yeah. Put that one in the win column. I like to think so. They're projected to lose every game except for the Penn State home game. Is that right? Yeah. Now, some of them are tight. Three points against Maryland. One point against Wisconsin. Uh, five points. So they've points. got eight left or six left? They have seven left. Seven left. Yep. They're right now 14 and 10 in the league. Going to take a lot. I don't see it. I, no, but get the postseason, any postseason. Yeah, NIT. That'll that's, work. That's a fair spot for this team. All right, uh, Nick Athen on the Chiefs, ChiefsBlitz.com. He's coming up next, but right now it's time for another $1,000 swoosh. Head to KXNO.com right now. You can enter the keyword money. Money, that's your chance to win $1,000. Money at KXNO.com. Your chance to win a grand money at KXNO.com. Another opportunity coming up in about an hour from now. Miller and Condon, we're underway on a Monday. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back. 25 minutes before noon. It's Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Let's get our buddy in here, Nick Athen, ChiefsBlitz.com. ChiefsBlitz.com. Back-to-back Super Bowl wins. Nick joins us. Nick, congratulations to your Chiefs. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. A little lack of sleep, but it's all good. (laughs) Uh, I thought the most valuable player in the football game was Chris Jones. Uh, I did. Mahomes is Mahomes. I get it. I thought particularly the play, the third and four, uh, when he forced him to kick a field goal in extra time, Jones coming up the middle, uh, forcing a bad, not a bad pass, just uh, couldn't uh, couldn't set his feet to get it to Jennings, nor could he see Brandon Ayuk running all by himself through the end zone. Chris Jones had a couple of those, including that underhanded pass to McCaffrey. I guess he was so gassed, he didn't even move, and McCaffrey ran right into where he was. But Jones was huge. Jones was huge. The defense was incredible. Yeah, I mean, I I, I, I agree with you. I mean, he saved 10 points, um, at least 10 points uh, in those two plays he made. And, you know, he was he was fired up uh, after the, the struggles they had in the first half and especially in that trick play. And, you know, he was out there and he was, he was doing what he does. He leads. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, he didn't have a sack and, and, and came close a couple of times, but those two disruptions were, um, were huge for this football team. Speaking of Chris Jones, he said after the game, talking about overtime, we talked through this for two weeks, how we were going to give the ball to the opponent. If they scored, we were going for two at the end of the game. We rehearsed it. Another reason, Andy Reid preparing for every single circumstance, every single instance, that's why he's the best coach going right now, and even with some of the past uh-huh. failures of Reed back in Philadelphia, the preparation. We get to talk to Mitch Holtis during training camp, and he talks about just these little right. small things. They talked about this for two weeks because they knew it was going to be a close game. They were prepared, yeah. and it didn't look like San Francisco was. No, they didn't. I mean, Kyle Shanahan wasn't prepared. Nope. The players admitted after the game that they didn't understand what the overtime rules were. Even for me, you know, I thought, I, you know, I had this debate after the game. It's like, well, there's only three seconds left. Does that mean they reset? And, you know, it's they start over. It's a new four-quarter game. That's what it is. So they could have played one, two, three, or four quarters, and then they flip a coin to determine the winner. Um, so it would have been a continuation. But, you know, even then, 
you know, we weren't 100% sure. But, you know, Andy Reid, and Patrick Mahomes said it, you know, he goes in these meetings every single week, and he's tired of hearing it, tired of hearing it. And it applied to them last night. And, you know, they had the training, and the 49ers didn't. Nick, uh, what, what pains me uh, to say as, as someone that, you know, doesn't want the Chiefs to keep winning, <clears throat> this was their worst offense. The, this group of receivers, yeah. Tony's not going to be back. Valdez Scanling won't be back. Hardman won't mm-hmm. be back. Sky Moore, maybe yeah. not. Justin Watson, Justin Ross. I mean, that, most of those guys that I just ran off will <laughs> not be back. You can bet your bottom dollar there's guys out there. Somebody gave me a perfect one. Mike, Mike Evans. You know, I've made all the money I need, but I don't have that. I, I want to play with Mahomes and get another ring. Um, that's going to happen, isn't it? This was not their best offense other than Mahomes and Pacheco, uh, but their, the weapons that he had left a lot to be desired. Yeah, even Pacheco you know, didn't play well last night, and he, he still has a big problem in cutting back and, and sliding around blockers. and you know He's got to learn how to do that, or, or else he's not going to have a long career. But listen, if I'm Evans and T. Higgins this morning, I'm already texting Patrick Mahomes. I want to play with you. I mean, if he was able to accomplish what he did with a terrible offense, mm-hmm. you know, we're not even talking about the tackle. This is the worst two tackles yes. that he's played with. I mean, Andrew Wiley was better than Jawan Taylor was. And, you know, just in retrospect between this year and last year, now Taylor's got a lot of upside. He'll be okay eventually. But, you know, Donovan Smith was just getting, just getting beaten like a drum. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not the answer at left tackle. So then you look at the wide receivers, and Brett Beach has already indicated it, and I've, I've heard this from multiple sources, that they're going to spend heavy in free agency. So they're going to get probably two prime wide receivers. They'll draft another one. I think they should go after a tight end. I think they should move up to take the Bowman kid from Georgia and have the heir apparent to Travis Kelsey in hand and give him time to work with him uh, for a year or two and, and get him ready to be his own man. Uh, but, yeah, this wide receiver court, this is the next beach project. The Aries Tony's not going to be back. I think they'll keep Sky Moore around just because I think he understands the offense. It's just a matter of confidence with him. But MVS, and you said Watson, you know, again, they're going to revamp this offense. The scary thing is, if I'm if I'm not a Chiefs fan, this offense and this football team is only going to get better. Yes, It's not going to get worse. This is the worst offense I've seen in the Andy Reid era. Mm-hmm. Period. Yep. I mean, you go all the way back to Alex Smith. Alex had some good offense. He moved the ball. He had statistics. You know, he didn't make good decisions in the postseason mostly, but he he they put up numbers. They did this with a makeshift because they sacrificed all their money and all their drafts on the defense, and look what the defense did. It's almost brilliant what Brett Beach does. If you look at it and say, okay, i got to fix this defense. i got to be younger. They're the youngest group of defensive personnel to win a Super Bowl. Period. Unreal. And now he's going to go fix the offense, and it's going to be scary. (laughs) $22 million in space. This year, they only had $500,000 in dead cap space. You know, we see teams, $20, $30, $40 million in dead. Uh, Veach, he's incredible. He absolutely is. What does it mean for Chris Jones, though? We saw how impactful he was last night. We see how impactful he is week after week. What does it mean for him in trying to get a long-term deal? I think, I, you know, I, I go back to the highlight last night, last night of Andy Reid jumping on top of Chris Jones. Yes. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, And it was like, yeah. you ain't going anywhere. I'm yeah. not getting up until you tell me right now. 
your stand. <laughs> mm-hmm. right. um, this this is what I think. I, if you'd asked me a month ago about Chris Jones, I would have said he's definitely gone. For me, what has to happen is because remember, Chris Jones, the Cats brothers did not negotiate the one year deal with Brett Veach. It was Chris Jones going directly, sitting in Brett Veach's office, and say, "Listen, I screwed up." I just want to break even on this deal, put some incentives in the thing, um, and I'm good to go. So if the Cats brothers are out of the way, I think he gets a long-term deal. He's not going to go anywhere. I mean, he would be stupid to go anywhere yeah, else. Yep. You know, and, and then you've got Jerry Sneed, who I think they'll place the tag on. So Patrick Mahomes is going to restructure his contract, that. from what I'm told, and it's going to be up to $30 million. So they're going to have probably $50, $60, 70000000 million available to him. I think both those guys get signed. I'm with you. It's not supposed to work this way. It is, but you know what? It worked like the, the Brady kept doing he it for did. the Patriots. Yes, absolutely. Nick, was it yep. sweeter to you? Because this was the one, uh, and I said this early in the show, I was embarrassed as a Bronco fan watching John Elway walk the Lombardi Trophy through the core of Kansas City Chiefs and onto the stage to give the tr- – I mean – that's humiliating. That's humiliating for John Elway and for the Broncos organization and Bronco fans around the world. Um, I thought that was an awful moment. I really did. Did that make it even sweeter as a Chiefs fan? Well, yeah. I mean, the Chiefs, you know, used the Raiders facility and turned it red. They smoked the $1,000 cigars last night in their locker room. John Elway hands the Super Bowl trophy to, to Roger Goodell. I mean... <clears throat> As a Chiefs fan, what more can you ask for? Right. I mean, and they win, and they win the first playoff game in Allegiant Stadium, you know, the, the home of the Raiders. And, you know, if you'd asked me after the, the Raiders debacle of Christmas Day and said that the Chiefs going to win the Super Bowl, I would have told you no. Oh, no, you wouldn't have. You said yes. <laughs> no, no. I, w- I, I would have. I definitely would have. I, again, I thought they'd win one playoff game, maybe two at the outside. But I, I didn't anticipate until I saw them play against the Dolphins when they had that gleam in their eye, as Marty used to say, in the fire, and they put such a, a, a great performance together in those conditions. I said, uh-uh, nobody's beating them the rest of the way. We've got through and this. It wasn't, it wasn't until that point. We got through this conversation this deep into it, and we haven't brought up 15. And we can talk about all the other angles, but ultimately – one team had Patrick Mahomes, the other didn't, and that's the difference in the game. He's 28 years old, he'll turn 29 early next season. You got another decade of this, and he'll adapt. He'll have to change some of those running plays that he made in the game that proved to be the difference. They're not going to be there when he's in his late 30s, but in the here and now, he's athletic, he's smart, he's the best quarterback that I have ever seen play football, and you got him locked up for a long time coming. Got to be a good place to be as a Chiefs fan. <coughs> Yeah, as a Chiefs fan, I mean, you, you can't ask for anything better. I mean, he was, <clears throat> excuse me, guys, a little hoarse today. <laughs> he was remarkable. Um, he was just remarkable. And I, I, I said this on your show. I thought if he wins the Super Bowl and with this football team offensively mm-hmm. and has to go through four of the most, the four of the best teams in the National Football League, let's just be honest. Yep. You know, outside of the Lions, these are the four best teams, and he played them for four weeks in a four four Sundays in a row mm-hmm. and he beat them all and with a bad, with a bad offense. And I think to myself, he is the goat. He's the greatest quarterback I've ever seen. This isn't a Homer. Everybody's saying it today. And I said, if he wins, if he wins the Super Bowl with this gauntlet of teams ahead of him and this, and this offensive personnel, he's the goat. Yep. And I, I think 
you look at this as a Chiefs fan, and I tell everybody, when's the Andrew Luck moment happening? When is the other shoe going to drop? And even last night watching the game, I mean, you know, guys, I'm a homer. I love my Chiefs. But I didn't think he could do it two drives in a row. I really thought San Francisco would make a stop at fourth and one or third and one or, or create a turnover or something. And Mahomes is perfect in overtime. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Eight of eight, what, 70 yards and 30 yards rushing. And everybody knew. And you could see the sidelines after the Chiefs got that first down, you know, to, when they were down three in overtime. And you looked at the, 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 the sidelines of the 49ers. They knew it was over. Yep. And, you know, they didn't coach the game to knock out Mahomes. They tried to beat Mahomes, and it just doesn't work. And he's, he's special. He's unique. Uh, I'm so fortunate. I mean, this is like the Broncos with the John Elway era and the Montana era. You just couldn't beat these guys. And the Chiefs are in that groove right now, and forever as long as it runs, yep. you know, I spent, I spent 50 years, guys. You know that. And now I'm I'm only waiting 12 months for another Super Bowl. <laughs> Nick Athen, ChiefsBlitz.com, ChiefsBlitz.com. Nick, thanks for uh, what you do for us uh, all season long. We'll catch up with you in April leading up to the draft, uh, if not before. Thank you, Nick. Appreciate it. ChiefsBlitz.com. I'm sure you'll keep this going uh, during the yep. offseason. Lots of topics to get to. The NFL never sleeps. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. And also props to Brock Purdy. He proved me. Yeah, played he, well. He proved himself very well. Um, he's he's going to be something special, so. Um, the local people in Iowa would be very proud. Good stuff, Nick. Thank you, bud. Appreciate right. it. Good Take to talk care. to you. Nick Athens, ChiefSplits.com, ChiefSplits.com. All right, get time out. Come back, finish up the hour. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Hi, Miller Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Listening to Jennifer Coolidge seemingly every commercial break. Yes. Just uh, reminding me we haven't discussed the commercials yet uh, from yesterday, so maybe we should spend a couple of minutes on that. Your favorite was? I don't think it's close. It was the Dunkin' Donuts it commercial. It was close. Yeah. I there, mean, no, there's one other one. One other one. But okay. yeah, this was head and shoulders. Yeah, that having Affleck just starting out. Yeah. Like, okay, where's this going? Right. And we've seen him in Duncan commercials before and mm-hmm. the Boston Connection. Okay, you get sure. that. Yep. Where's this thing going? And you get Brady back there uh-huh. showing the goofiness of Brady that's there that we didn't get to see in 17 years. Seeing another side of him, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. And we got to see that late. And then obviously in Tampa, it started to mm-hmm. open up. And after the Super Bowl trophy and him bombed, <laughs> smashed, <laughs> throwing the Lombardi. And well lubricated <laughs> in that one. And thought he's going to dunk it in the water. Yep. So we got to see that. And the best line of the whole commercial was Jennifer Lopez. Tom, you can stay. <laughs> you guys get now Tom, you can stay. And, and even before that, we talked about this. Yes. Because I think all of us yes. as husbands right. have heard that. Yep. We've talked about this. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> that was really good. Uh-huh. And then Damon- Kelsey has that conversation, I'm guessing, a lot with her husband, Jason. Right. right. Yes. We talked about this. Yes. And then Damon. Goes in one ear and out the other by the sounds of things, though. Walk it away. I said I'd do anything for you. This is yep. anything. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good spot. You know the other one was good? The Sunday ticket. I don't know if I saw that one. The, the, the NFL teams, they were birds. Oh, no, I didn't see that. Oh, one. it's pretty good. Okay. It's pretty good. I think it uh, it had right before the Super Bowl, right okay. b- like right before, 
And then late in the game or, or maybe right afterwards, I thought that those were my two favorites. There was a lot of other. I mean, did any other one come close, stick with you? Uh, the other one that stuck with me was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, neighbor? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Say a name. And then bring it into Vito, and the Twins movie. At the end? Yeah. It wasn't bad. Yeah, that was... That oh, I was, forgot about that aspect of yes. it. The Twins... Yeah, yes. I forgot all about that. That's That even makes it better. So that was pretty good. Um, I know a lot of people talked about the Christopher Walken, the BMW one. Yeah, it was... When everybody's trying to talk like Christopher Walken, yeah. Yeah. You know what I miss about this day? Um... I miss newspapers, period. But this would be the one day that I would look mm-hmm. forward to the green section of the USA Today. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yes. Uh, blue is sports, red is uh, red is the front page, green uh-huh. is purple's the lifestyle, and green's the business. And the one day I would read it would be Super Bowl Monday. It was good. Yeah. Some good ones. Now we had a house full of people. Can I say one more thing about the Super Bowl where I was wrong? Uh huh. Reba McIntyre was okay. The anthem was the anthem was. Way better than I anticipated. Yeah, I mean, she did do a little twang, uh-huh. and um, that's her, mm-hmm. but uh, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. I wasn't uh, deep into any of the pregame stuff. I was I the watched, Did you watch your Looking Live? No, it's on the DVR. Oh, it's so good. That's all I've heard. It is. So, I mean, if you're yeah. 50, 60, 70, 80, thank you for listening. Um, 40s, come on. Okay, forties, because yeah. they went to they went to nineteen ninety, but it mm-hmm. started when it started. It was just so whoa, different, different, mm-hmm. and very quickly appointment television, appointment television, and I mean, I I didn't know that. I'm not going to spoil it. Watch the show. Okay, I'm not. Yeah. We'll talk about it tomorrow or Wednesday when you get yeah. around to it. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah. but it's so good, so good. Uh, but other than that. Um, I watched that right before the Super Bowl. So mm-hmm. I watched the Iowa women, then the Iowa men, then there was that time that uh, you know I zipped through your looking live, and it was great. Yeah. It was really good. That uh, Everything I've heard, positive. I'm really looking forward to that. You know, and there's so many just aspects that, that you miss, and you know, halftime show comes up, and you got mm-hmm. commercials right afterwards. Mm-hmm. When you have a house full of people. Yep, or a dog to walk. Yep, yep, makes... <laughs> Miss a few things, yep. and yeah, that's commercials. I definitely want to go back and see a few of them, but I didn't think it was close. I do see uh, USA Today and their ad meter rating. What do, what do they have? They got to have Duncan number one. No, they had what? the the Arnold Schwarzenegger was okay. number one. All yeah. right, and then yeah, Dunkin' Donuts was number two. Number three, Kia Perfect Ten. I didn't see this. Don't I don't recall the spot. I see a Kia like SUV in snow. Is that? Jumping up to you? Nope. Nothing there. Nope. Number four, Uber Eats with uh, Jennifer Aniston, David Schwimmer. It wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. That's that's pretty good. Don't think I saw that Uh one. The NFL, Born to Play. I remember seeing that one. Born to Play. That's uh, with everybody dancing. No, recall it. You had uh, Justin Jefferson dancing and people from around the world. Dove Hard Knocks, a Dove Super Bowl film. Don't remember that Don't one. Don't remember that one. All right. Is the Sunday ticket no one not mentioned? Well, I wonder since it was before the game if it doesn't count. I thought it was, it was, for sure it was right before the game, and I thought it's, it was aired late anyways, and it's not listed at all. Nope, not in there, not in the top ten of No, Would it be under YouTube TV? Uh, Might have been, but yeah. It's, it's, it's not in the, it's top, not in the 10. top ten, no. All right, finish your top ten. Uh, number ten, Doritos, Dina and Mita. And no, I thought that was awful. Uh, number nine, Verizon, Can't Be Broken. Don't know it. Uh, that was with Beyonce. And number eight. Oh, I thought that was stupid. <laughs> Budweiser, Old School Delivery. Wasn't bad. 
Clydesdales. Yeah, that wasn't make bad. Make return. Yep, they, they should be there every year. Yes. I, I think they've run out of ideas, but... Um, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's been going out for 30, 40 years now. Yeah. Clydesdales. They're, they're, did you see them at the South Point? They marched, they, they paraded two of them into the did. South Point up to the window. To, well, they didn't make a bet, but they took them to the bed. And a janitor window. with a bucket yeah, right the, behind them. A bucket and a shovel right behind them. All right, hour two coming up next. We'll get Scott Dockerman on the Hawks, Alec Bussey on the clones. Trent's play of the day. Uh, it's Miller and Condon. We're on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO.